0: Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world, the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the
1: Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com, coming to you live from COG Studios on Thursday, October 17th, ahead of the L.A. Galaxy's very special playoff matchup against Minnesota United in the first round of the 2019 MLS Cup playoffs. That's right. It's a playoff edition show, and we're glad to have you back after no show on Monday. Uh, a lot to get to as we prepare you for this game. In fact, it's almost mostly about this game through this uh, next 45 minutes to an hour, however long it ends up going. But we've got a bunch to talk to you about. Obviously, injury updates. We're going to give you some projected lineups. Uh, we're going to talk about the effects of some of the injuries and some of the guys coming back and what that could possibly mean as well. And just in case you wanted to freak out just a little bit, Sunday's game could be Zlatan Ibrahimovic's last game in an LA Galaxy uniform as well. So we're going to talk about that and do a whole bunch more. All right. To help me do it, he's back in the studio after a brief hiatus. Filling out that chair once again. Very nicely. Very nicely. Uh, he's back. It's Eric, the Portuguese hammer hey, beer. Hey, Eric, how's it going, buddy? Thanks, thanks
2: for introducing me by slamming me. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate that. I wanted you to feel at home. I, I was gonna say, you know, uh, what, what is it? Uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder. If, so, yeah, I guess I, I've been gone for too long. You know, you just it's you know you have that the, the schoolboy thing where you make fun of the person you like. I know how it is. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, that's yeah. how that's can, how it goes I can, I can relate. So right. yeah, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. Sure. Happy to be back.
1: Yes, good. Glad glad to have you back. Uh, LA Galaxy getting ready for a playoff game coming up on Sunday. Uh, your nerves how are you feeling right now
2: uh i'm feeling pretty good uh you know we, we were sharing this on on the, the text thread off off the air here uh it just seems to me minnesota united i don't know what it is there are certain teams that just don't strike fear into your heart mm-hmm. and, and to me i i feel pretty calm cool and collected uh heading into this game even though when you look at minnesota's home record uh and you know Flashes during the season where they've been playing extremely well. Uh, it just, they don't, they don't scare me. And and I say that uh, talking about an LA galaxy team who lost to some bottom dwellers in Houston and uh, Colorado towards the end of the season. So uh, to say, I don't feel nervous. I know that's kind of counter, counterintuitive right. but at the same time i don't i don't feel nervous i feel like uh, the galaxy going away in some regard is playing with house money because again they are the the underdog in this in this in this scenario because they're underdog. the away team um so I, I just don't feel nervous i feel like that they have the talent uh to get the job done i feel like they will Maybe. All right, cut the show.
1: Yeah, thank you. Right, everybody night, have everybody. a good night. <laughs> that was it. That was it. No, I mean, listen, There has. To, I think there has to be some sort of confidence. Galaxy have never lost to Minnesota United. Um, but, I mean, again, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things in this. There's a lot of things that I think if you're a Galaxy fan, you could be worried about. I texted you. I said, I understand people who have complete confidence in this team. I understand the people who are saying they're going to beat Minnesota. Yeah. I understand people it's a like done you. done deal. I also understand the people... Um, by the way, perfectly, perfectly reasonable. I also understand the people who are like, "What are you guys talking about?" <laughs> this team has been nothing but inconsistent. Yeah. Um, they haven't done, you know, anything really to to show that they deserve to be in an an MLS Cup contender in the second half of the season. Uh, the reason that they're at where they're right now is because of the start of the beginning of the season and you know going what seven one and two yeah, or something. Yeah, se- seven like
2: one that? and one for the first nine games, and then the last nine games, I believe they were three. Three six and, and and three or something, something like, like that. A, yeah. yeah. So again, too, only, many, too many draws. But yeah, <laughs> too many draws. Well, two. Only two, two draws. Yeah, they two only draws. had three draws mm-hmm. all season. So uh, again, uh, started the season strong. And you know, one of my favorite sayings: Don't peak too soon. Don't peak too it's soon. It's almost like their best part of the season <laughs> was early on. They maybe peaked too soon, but, the, but we'll see. But the, they have a lot of peaking left to do.
1: I was going to say, if, if you're seeing them on a trough, right? Yeah. If you're going, you know, up and down in the highs and lows right now. You could say they're kind of in a low. And if that's true, the only way they can really go is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, you know, actually, they could go down a little bit. Le-
2: letting in four goals uh, to Houston and, and four goals to Vancouver. <laughs> to Vancouver. Uh, I guess yeah, it can't get much worse, can it?
1: Uh, yes, letting
2: four goals in in a playoff yes. game. Okay. Yes, it can. Yeah.
1: I was going to say it can, it can get a lot worse.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, but still.
1: Yeah, but still, that's a new drinking yeah, game.
2: I was going to say drink if you, Dr- if you had yeah, but still in the first uh, six minutes here. That and you're,
1: would you would you like to know what five thirty eight oh, no, says? No, no,
2: that's that doesn't count because that, that, it wasn't when, it wasn't a natural progression into that.
1: All right, good. All right. <laughs> I just want to, everybody's already asking in the chat room, are you ready for a dramatic reading tonight? Yeah, I came ready. Wow. that's Of course. A, you, you didn't sound that confident right there. <laughs> Again, kinda, like I said, it's you Minnesota. Sound, you sound like the LA Galaxy. Got You're it like, down. Uh, whatever, we got this. No, I, th- it's I Minnesota. thought it through. Yeah,
2: okay. I, I brought a little hype, but you know. Okay. I, I came ready to, ready to rock.
1: Okay. i just, hey. Just wanted to make sure. All right. Uh, let's get you to the training today. Uh, a bunch of uh, reporters were there. Kevin Baxter, the panda was there. Larry Morgan, Esquire. Uh, not really an Esquire, but I like to call him Esquire. <laughs> I going to say, They're... that's a great... Larry S. Morgan, I had no Esquire. I no idea he yeah. had a, his law degree. No, he doesn't. But you, you know what? He deserves one. He's the law of Larry Morgan.
2: Larry Morgan is the law. I feel it's... like that'd be a good show. I mean... Like it... <laughs> CBS after Blue Bloods.
1: I feel like I feel like if you're gonna ha- make Larry a, a, a lawyer, he would be like you know on a billboard somewhere, Larry <laughs> S. Morgan. I will fight for you, you know. Um, but anyway, so Larry Morgan was out of training today. Uh, I saw Delmi was out of training today. I mean, you know, everybody was. I think it was a out who's of training. who Every, uh, yeah.
2: of LA Galaxy well, Media.
1: Everybody's getting ready I, again. The Galaxy taking off for Minnesota on Saturday. They will charter there and charter back. Um, so you know, still plenty of time for the Galaxy. They'll train on Friday. My guess is they'll have a walkthrough on Saturday morning as well. Um, but they may not because they may leave at like 9.30 or 10.30 well, it's in, in the morning.
2: It's charter. So you, you leave when you want. You leave, when, you leave whenever you want. You dance. will wait Darn me. well, please.
1: As long as the weather's good, it's, it's, it's fine. And, and That's so far, true. it seems like them getting in won't be a problem. Maybe getting out might be something of an issue, but uh, probably not either. Uh, so anyway, so there was lots of updates, and it was mostly focused on the injury updates. Uh, Roman Alessandrini. Alessandrini has been in full training with the club. He's trained all week. And GBS says he's expected to make the trip to Minnesota. Uh, GBS also says that he could be available for up to 30 minutes, which is a huge sort of, hey, by the way, here's 30 minutes.
2: (laughs) And it depends what that the concerning part to me is uh, it doesn't seem like there's game scenario that was brought into play. He could be up to 30 minutes, but it's completely based on how the game is going. I mean, if they are are they winning? Is he a victory cigar? Just, are they, are just, they down? Just uh, wait. Just okay. wait. Are Do we going to talk about I want to talk about okay. it, but just wait. I want to get through the injuries but first. But I, I will say this, that uh, if you're not already following at Galaxy Profile, yes. again, Roman Alessandrini has been dropping Easter eggs yes, he for, has. for about the last week and a half, and you've seen that You know, he's been eyeing this game and dropping little hands with his Instagram story. So uh, it wasn't really surprising news today. I kind of expected uh, that we were going to see him in the sheet uh, against Minnesota.
1: Yeah. Listen, I'll tell you right now he's going to Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Whether he sees any time, we can talk about and sort of see how that that will play out. Uh, But that was one of the injury updates. That was a good injury update. There's another good injury update. I don't want to get there yet.
2: With a sweet comes the sour.
1: There is. uh, A little sour here. Joe Corona. Corona has not been training. We've been watching him on at Galaxy Profile. I was going to say,
2: whenever you're in a boot, I mean, I know... We were told it's a sprain, but at the same time, whenever you're in your boot, that's not a good thing.
1: I'm guessing he got his toenail like smashed off or something like that. I mean, that's... There was blood. There was blood. There will be blood. (laughs) Um, So, you know, Joe Corona has not been training. He might train on Friday. So we're recording on Thursday. Listen, there's probably not going to be a whole bunch of reporters out there on Friday. I don't expect it. There's not media availability, really. You can go out and you can watch training. You could talk to a couple guys if you wanted to, uh, but mostly everybody got their stuff done today. So uh, he might train on Friday. If he does train, GBS says that they'll evaluate him for a trip to Minnesota. But my, in my mind right now, best case scenario for Joe Corona is that he travels and is available on, off the bench. So he's not a starter. Yeah, this is not happening.
2: If it's a one-day training and then you're you're expecting him to get serious minutes, you know, he's had this, what is it, two weeks off now? Yeah. Uh, without getting uh, any type of training in. I mean, obviously, they do training, um, you know, that's maybe not, not putting stress on the toe, but at the same time you know, without running on the field, it seems like it'd be a stretch to start him. So maybe you see him in the 18. Uh, but I, I think even that's doubtful.
1: That that seems doubtful. I think mm-hmm. GBS says that that's doubtful as well. Um, so now here's the other bit of good news, which maybe nobody paid attention to. In fact, you probably I, didn't because I, nobody
2: asked. And I, I was going to say, I've been waiting for this news.
1: This, this is good. Uh, Perry Kitchen, has been training with the club. We told you that last week. Um, we told you that he could possibly be working towards that. Uh, I was told today by the LA Galaxy that he is expected to travel with the team to Minnesota. That doesn't mean that he's in the 18. It doesn't mean that he's starting. It doesn't mean that he's just expected to travel. When they charter these flights in a playoff mode, uh, they tend to take everybody. Everybody flies on the plane. It doesn't matter.
2: And when you see, uh, this happens quite a bit with teams, uh, you know, maybe not super often, but at the same time, sometimes in training or in warmups, players do go down. So if you, uh, in this scenario, if if you had a player who you wanted to put in the 18, but they had an issue um, you know, in the warm ups or something happened, you, you do need those backup players there uh, just in case. And so, you know, Perry Kitchen seems like the pelvis is healed, the groin is healed, depending on uh, who, who your translator is. So I, I think, given uh, if Corona is out, this does give us a little bit more depth. Um, in the, in the midfield, uh, in that bruiser position, that's, that defensive midfield. So uh, I take it as a positive if he's available.
1: If he's available. And that's sort of up in the air. But, that you know, it, if he's on the plane, that's at least a sign. I mean, Joe Corona could end up going on the plane. It doesn't mean that he's going to be in the 18. and It doesn't mean that he's going to dress. Again, it, it's one of those. Yeah, and
2: I heard he's good in the locker room. So he's a guy you want around, even if he's not playing.
1: Who Who's that? Joe, Joe Corona? Corona. Joe Corona. He,
2: yeah, he's a good he's guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah.
1: Everybody likes Joe. Uh, and Kevin Kitchen. Kevin, and Kevin,
2: well, again, Perry Kitchen. We'll put <laughs> Poor some re- Perry. We're, we're going to put some respect on his name. It's playoff time. We got to support our support our guys. The
1: guy has a unique name named after a platypus, I assume. <laughs> he has a unique and now everybody wants to call him Kevin, which is I, you know.
2: But it is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it threw me for a loop when I when I learned that information.
1: So anyway, so there's those are your updates. Ramon Alonso Jr., Joe Corona, Perry Kitchen. It seems like all the international players that came back, uh Raul Felcher playing for Venezuela who got some time, Aurel Antuna who ended up scoring against Panama, I think in uh, that in assisted. Mexico's 3-1 win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sebastian Lejet didn't play. Um, I don't think he played in either game.
2: I, I was going to say, just the fact that he was a part of that debacle, I don't mm. know if that's a good thing. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. <laughs> Let's hopefully hope, hope he, he came away with that unscathed, which obviously he didn't play, but, but mentally, yeah, yeah. Mentally, hopefully he's not coming back with a losing mentality.
1: Uh, so, Rom- Roman Alessandrini, Earl Tuna, uh, Ralph Fletcher, and People Gonzalez. People got some time as well, I think, uh, played a little bit for Costa Rica. So, um, seeing all that, everybody seems to have returned healthy. There doesn't seem to be any issues. Nobody was concerned there. So, as far as international breaks have gone, at least uh, physically, it seems fine. Mentally, who knows exactly? I think for Antuna, by the way, who yeah. is slowly towards the end of this season becoming the like the the leader out there in terms of creating chances for Zlatan and doing stuff. Um, it's an important
2: yeah. The hustle boost for him. The yeah. hustle is there, and again, when he comes back from these breaks, uh, for some reason he can't make it happen in the in the same fashion in the LA Galaxy jersey. But at the same time, he's. He's in the mix, and so you know you have to shoot the shot wide. You have to be in position to shoot it wide. So that says something that it's, he's there.
1: <laughs> you know, your buddy Thomas is in the chat room. Well, of course, what, he, he's he's already pulling is, for Carrasco to be in uh, the in, in the thing. So I'm
2: glad because I'll I've take been, I'll take Perry Kitchen's groin <laughs> <laughs> again. I, I know we weren't supposed to speak yes. ill of players. We're supposed to support our guys. Yes, yeah. If you want to start Servando Carrasco in a playoff game away, uh, in in harsh weather conditions, um, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I love you, Thomas, but come on. Uh,
1: I've been I've been meaning to because I, I've been I've been seeing this argument now for what like three or four days. This whole week, we've been seeing this Carrasco argument, and so I actually went and because I'm I'm that person. I went and crunched the numbers on Carrasco <laughs> and and looked at it. and Servando Carrasco has three starts out of 16 games this year. Three starts out of 16 games. Three starts. He's two losses and one win.
2: That's not good.
1: Whenever he comes in as a substitute, he has a better record, but. His average number of minutes in those thirteen other games that he played is ten. Ten, <laughs> 10 minutes. Average. Oh wow. Ten minutes is the average. So and he has six games
2: where it's under ten minutes. So he's the victory cigar. He, so he is. is. He's the one who you bring in when you're winning.
1: That's it. That's it. That was it. I just wanted to that's it. I'm soft. glad we I'm glad we got that out of the way. So that's always fun. Fun with stats. Um but anyway, so <laughs> so that's where we go. Romanos and Joe Corona, Perry Kitchen. Perry Kitchen is would be a nice cherry to get back in this particular case, because if you are winning, if you do need to put somebody in and you need that defensive sort of help, which which Kitchen has been, if he's healthy, he put you put him in, if you pull Sebastian Legette out and you put Perry Kitchen in, you do that, all of a sudden that defensive midfield becomes a lot more stout and allows Jonathan Dos Santos to be a little bit more forward, but still play his defensive side. Yeah. It makes a bunch of sense to me.
2: I've heard that argument as well about uh, you know when you bring someone else in, it allows uh, Jonathan to move forward. But I think where, where Jonathan's excels is providing that defensive cover. So I don't know that I, I want to see uh, Jonathan Dos Santos moving forward too much. I think where he's great is helping out and tracking back and being that glue guy in the center. I think that's where Dos Santos is best.
1: We're going to get to a a whole bunch of things. Let's start with some questions though. Um, Really? It's, it's a question for you. I'll let you start with this, but you know, how much does the injury to Joe Corona affect this game in particular? I,
2: I think when you saw what happened in Houston, when he went out, the galaxy, um, Seem to struggle, but at the same time, uh, they were able to take a lead with him, with a, with him off the field as well. So um, we've seen the the triangle of uh, Corona, Leggett, and Dos Santos be successful. Right. We've also seen moments where Fabio, um Corona, and and GDS has been successful. So now we're going to see if Fabio, Leggett, and Dos Santos work. So I think um, you have four players who you've seen in a lot of different permutations. So. Is it going to hurt the Galaxy? I think so, but at the same time, uh, the drop to Favio, this is not like a harsh, you know, going from Jonathan Dos Santos to Servando Carrasco drop off. It's, you know, maybe it's a wash, and depending on how, how uh, you know, Favio gets up for the game, it may, it may be a positive. You know, he could provide uh, a little spark of offense because... You know, he has his down games, but when he's on and he's clicking and he's working with Pavone, uh, that, could, that could be an upgrade in, in some situations.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing for me, too, is that when you look at who, who what happens when Joe Corona comes in, is it allows Sebastian Legette to be more offensive? Because if you look at it between, you know, the slider, Legette is a more offensive player than he is defensive player, and he's a better offensive player than he is defensive yes. player. So, Play to your strengths. Yeah, you, you want to. And so having Legette be that forward guy instead of Fabio Alvarez, I like better. Um, that to me is more flow and you like that triangle. Yes. It's like you said, that's, that's proven there that they can do it. Uh, with Fabio Alvarez, I feel like he got so much better whenever Pavone came on, but the galaxy weren't exactly getting the results out of that either. Well, it
2: goes back to the defense. You know, when you have Fabio in there, um, it, you're going to give up a little bit more on defense because he's going to be more offensive minded. He's not going to be, um, you know, that man in the center or, or tracking back and making tackles like, like Jonathan. So um, yeah, that is the difference when Fabio is in there, you, you know, you're going to give up one or two. So you, you need him to contribute to one, two, three, four goals. On the Galaxy's end.
1: I mean, I mean that, and that sort of gets to, you know, does it change the defensive mindset? And I'll start with the answer is the Galaxy don't have a defensive mindset. So <laughs> the
2: Defensive mindset. Let in four to Houston, let in four to Vancouver. I mean, the mindset is there. You, you don't want to... I think the defensive mindset is you don't want to let in goals. And so... Uh, <laughs> And that sounds so silly. I, I, We're a, a, a podcast covering a professional sports team. you know, score more goals than the others. Don't I mean, let them score.
1: I was going to say there's, there's <laughs> a, there, there's an article that sort of went through some stuff and I'm sure I'll pull some stuff from it from, um, from, uh,
2: Is that the one from the athletic.
1: No, it was from, uh, American soccer Ana- analysis okay. or, or whatever. Uh, I, yeah. American soccer analysis, which okay. I love. They do some good stuff and they, I'm going to pull some stats from that. I'm sure whenever you look at it, but. They were talking is about it's like well the galaxy are just trying to outscore their opponents all the time. I'm like that's what you try to do every time, <laughs> it's whether it's one nothing or seven to yeah, six. You always want to outscore. You always want to outscore. That is. That I understand is like a, what they're
2: trying to say is that you know they want to win a, a barn burner, a right. five four or four three. And I think the the defense it, it goes on the back four and it goes on Jonathan dos Santos. And so um, everything outside of that, you you want your you know Antuna and. uh, on Pavone, if they can track back to help, that's great. But you, that's not the expectation. And so I don't think it changes the mindset. It just it is what it is.
1: No, no, and and that sort of thing. Like this doesn't hurt the mindset. Uh, it hurts the defense. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt the mindset. The mindset stays the same. Um. And everybody in training has been talking about how over the last ten days they've been focusing on the on that defensive side of things. And I'm like, that's great. Good. Good job, you yeah. guys. <laughs> um, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, okay, so if you're focusing that hard on the defensive side of things, which I'm all for, I think if this team went out there and said, okay, we're going to keep it zero-zero. just keep it 0-0, we are going to defend, we're not an attacking team, we just sit back and we defend, we defend, we defend, I think that they would win a lot of games because they, well, you so- know
2: they can score we we saw that when this team counters and when you have Pavone and Antuna you know after sitting back and making a few tackles if a uh, an opposing team is pushing forward and having those players released uh, on the counterattack and then you have Azlatan uh, Ibrahimovic waiting up for, up top to poach um, that's a deadly combination and it's a recipe for success the only concern that i would have is if you know if the the switch is now turned on okay now we're focusing on defense are they changing their tactics Uh, now and is that a bad thing because they're now trying something new but at the same time Look how they ended the season. Maybe they do need to change uh, what was going on. So, yeah, but still, I'm going to argue out of both sides of my mouth.
1: That's there. fine. You can sit on the fence here. That's, that's what a, I do. That's what, we, that's what we all do. Um, Jonathan Dos Santos says, uh, you know, uh, now uh, he said they asked him on whether the team, uh, you know, needs to do something defensively and, and will that define the playoffs? And he says, yes, like you said, the whole season we were, we were irregular defensively. I love the translations. Now we know even the smallest detail can leave us out of the playoffs. We have worked on it in the past 10 days and we know we have a great team. But the small individual and group mistakes can leave us out. So we know the importance. Uh, so we know the importance this game has. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic had a little bit better take on it. Probably a, a you and we and all the three of us, you, me, and Zlatan, we're on the same page. Uh, <laughs> of course, Zlatan says we need to step it up if we want to go further. We need to make fewer mistakes and don't concede as many goals as before or we score more than them and still concede many goals. So there you go. This is
2: expert analysis. (laughs) You know, this is why you come to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast is analysis like this. You score more goals and you let in fewer goals. And that's how it's done. If Zlatan says it,
1: it it is the truth. (laughs) Um, No, it's absolutely one of those. You know, it, it, it sounds... In this particular case, it's the right thing to say is that, yes, that is, that's how these games are going to be won. Uh, I think it's really funny that if we sit there and try to explain, you know, just a little bit of, of this LA Galaxy mindset going forward and how much they just throw caution to the wind and, and
2: well, and I, that that's exactly the opposite of what it sounds like. It sounds like they're not throwing caution to the wind, which I think is a positive thing. Um, When you look at it, they're being cautious when you make mistakes Every team that's in the playoffs at some point in the season has done well for themselves to put themselves in this position. So one mistake can cost you the game. The, you know, you're not gonna see a five zero, a six zero, a seven two like you saw against yes, sporting. Yes, sure. You could <laughs> you're gonna see a close game. And so I think you know it's it could come down to one defensive slip up you know, falling asleep and and letting a forward run by you. And that can cost you the game if you lose 2-1 and that can be that, or it can be 1-0. So I think having them be cautious is a good thing and and picking your spots as opposed to just throwing it all 100 miles per hour for 90 minutes because you're not going to be able to sustain that.
1: What's your if you're so I get that and and I know what you're and I know what you're saying. I feel like both of these teams are going to come out cautious, right? Yes.
2: And any, I think the whole, the whole playoff, playoff slate, right? Because with, with a single elimination, you're not going to have teams coming out, uh, you know, and really pushing things to start. You'll, you'll maybe see some desperation late, but you're not going to see some uh, aggressive nature. I think all across the board, which won't <laughs> maybe there won't be exciting starts of these games, but you'll probably see some exciting finishes.
1: It's interesting because it's sort of, in my mind, it goes back to like Golden Goal. Everybody yeah. thought Golden Goal was great, right? you I actually, you're
2: like, I enjoyed Golden Goal. But, yeah, but, but uh, what but
1: happened was everybody was afraid to make a mistake. So yes. they just sort of was like, oh, We're, but you know, that's how gold, it is an extra time anyway, yeah. to be honest. I mean, you know, um, but that's what this feels like. This feels like Golden Goal, which is going to come out. So in my mind then. If you're Gabriel Schalota, you know you have an emotional team, right? I mean, this team is a god. Their highs and lows. <laughs> they get like they, this. Look, this bipolar. C- this team
2: is bipolar. See Zlatan Ibrahimovic, <laughs> right? yeah, celebrating and, and chest bumping or yelling at someone and, and pointing a finger and and wave, hand waving. So yeah, that's all. You don't need to look no further than than the captain uh, to see the bipolar nature of this team.
1: Um, it, it's it, and so you you get all that. So if you're GBS. What
2: what's your what's your
1: speech before these guys go out there? Because I think there's a I think there's a way to do this that really sort of plays under the LA out. But what would you tell them? Are you going to go out there and start throwing chairs before the game? Are you getting everybody fired up, or is this a remain calm?
2: I think this is a remain calm. Wow, get out. <laughs> get. I'm a I'm a calm guy. I think it's remain calm. Don't make mistakes. Keep it simple. You know, because I think if you get too fired up, I, I you got to keep it simple. If you get too fired up, you're going to leave yourself. Open to a counter and open to make mistakes. Uh, if if you're trying to do too much, so I I would I would keep it calm. You'd throw chairs. Yeah. You'd say you're out of order. This whole life. No, they, you got nothing. Show me what you got.
1: Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I, I I would I would go in. I think you go in there and you say you 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 start poking guys in the chest and you're like get up for this game. I think that there is no amount of emotion that's too high for the LA Galaxy to start this game because I think Minnesota is going to sit back and be like let's just feel this game out. We're at home. We have the okay. advantage. All this. So if I'm there. The galaxy have one of the most potent offenses in Major League Soccer. They finished what fourth in goals and in goals scored, I think total. Um, they finished second in the league in assists, which, by the way, everybody forgets and they say, "Oh, it's just Zlatan," except there were a whole bunch of assists. So you know, whatever.
2: And just. some of those were from Zlatan. And some of those were from so Zlatan. He's second Absolutely. in the team, I believe.
1: So, so if you do that, why wouldn't you sit there and say, "Let's go." Let's go now get out there from the moment. This whistle goes, give me 25 minutes hard and we will be winning this game. Three, nothing Minnesota won't know what hit them. Then you get caught on the counter and you lose. But
2: <laughs> I, it, I was going to say, you said it for me. You didn't even let me interject. Is if you push the, for those first 25 minutes and you make that, okay, we're going to push hard and and you get punched in the mouth. And then, then you're coming from behind. Then Minnesota is really going to park the bus and make things difficult. So uh, it, it's risky. You know, I understand the appeal and it, Schkoloto seems like the type of guy who he may he may go that direction. He's like you know, he said, let's let's damn, go for damn it. Damn the torpedoes, yeah. full steam yeah. ahead. Let's go full steam ahead and let's see what happens. Let's let's throw it at the wall and, and see if it sticks. What movie is that from? That's from like a is nineteen forty two. From Ranak? No, it's no. not.
1: No. Good God, no! <laughs> it's like from the Battle of Midway in like nineteen. It came out in the nineteen fifties. Yeah, or something my movie.
2: Like I'm not that old, Josh.
1: Yeah. How like old are me, you? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, no, so I mean, that's I, I think that's interesting. I think the start of this game is going to be super interesting, uh, just whenever you break it down. Let's go, um, th- this though, everybody is excited And I've seen it, and I know I've been the, the guy to throw cold water on this constantly, and I don't know how to feel about this, and I don't know how this affects this game, but you hinted at it. Roman Alessandrini, he's available for 30 minutes. Tell me which 30 minutes he plays, because <laughs> in a game that could possibly go to extra time, We know if it's tied at the end of regulation, this game goes directly into extra time, 15-minute periods, and then it goes to shootouts. So if you're like, hey, I'm going to bring this guy on with 25 minutes left in the game. Could be 60 minutes. Could be 60-something minutes. And is that what you want? Is he a penalty kick taker for you after not having played since, what, April? Um, All all of this stuff seems to me like, (laughs) okay, that's going to be a real risk if you're going to decide that Roman Alessandrini should should be there.
2: Yeah. And in my heart and in my mind, I imagine him coming on 75th minute in a tie game situation and scoring like an 88th minute banger, screamer, just, and winning the game and walking off in glory. So that's how I imagine it in my head. (laughs) But obviously that's not the reality. And we we don't know how it's really going to go down. Uh, So we say 30 minutes, but I don't think at the 60-minute mark you're going to be seeing Alessandrini. I think we're going to be looking at something, you know, maybe 75th minute if they're down a goal. They need some type of spark, something if there's a tie game, maybe you bring him in. Uh, is
1: if, he is the, he if, the if, first if, guy off the bench for I, you?
2: He's not the first guy off the bench. It, it all depends on, on the situation. If you're winning, if you're winning, I don't think you play Alessandrini at all. Oh, but I you have to get a minutes eventually, don't you? But Again, th- that's what training is for. Why? Bring in Perry Kitchen, kill the game, park the bus. Kevin, Kevin <laughs> Kitchen. Make it happen. I think if if you're winning, you you don't risk uh, re-injuring him because you may need him later on. I, I think you bring him in if you need to go for a win in the last 15 minutes or so.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: Um, right. I'll tell you one of the first guys. I said, who's your first player off the bench? One of the first guys who comes off the bench for me is Chris Pontius. And if Chris Pontius yeah. doesn't see time in this game. I'd agree
2: with that. He he and, needs to have more time in every, this every time that he's come in, he's been an impact player for this team. Yes. So I, I agree. I think there's definitely a spot for him. And he's been underused. And, and if it, you saw an interview today with uh, Uriel Antuna that the LA Galaxy put out where he, he said, if if you're not walking off the field exhausted to where you can or you can't even walk, uh, then then you're not doing it right. And I think if Antuna is the guy who is going, you know, full torpedoes ahead uh, or whatever it is from the 1936 movie that you reference uh, If he's the one who's doing it and doing that for 60 minutes, and then you bring in Pontius, uh, who's a little more calm and uh, maybe you know a, a little different style, I think that could be successful. So I think Pontius seeing minutes would be very positive for the Galaxy.
1: Pontius needs to be in this game. I'm telling. I agree. I don't care if if the Galaxy are winning. You bring Pontius into this game. Well, he is one of the most experienced players he, on this team. He
2: brings a different element. He's not going to give you the same thing. I'm just imagining the way things have gone, he's going to be a sub for Antuna. Yes. And so it just, he brings a, a different flavor. And I, and I think in against Minnesota, it's, it's, it's going to be what you need.
1: Pontius flavor. <laughs> get it, party boy. That's a, You can get it at your local, uh, Baskin Robbins. They still have Baskin Robbins. I, I, yeah,
2: I don't know when 31 it, flavors. I, it feels awkward. Why do I Pontius, feel so odd. But yeah. Pontius flavor. Just, I don't know. I feel like there's a lawsuit, something. I, there's a harassment case that can be made. <laughs> I'm going to uh, stay away you're from You're going to stay
1: one. away from it. I understand. That's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. That's how it works. Um, but but again, a, a, another case for this is Perry Kitchen. If he is available to you, he's a guy who comes in to shut this game down. Yeah.
2: He, he's a park the bus. He's a we're, we're winning 2 1 uh, in the 65th minute. Let's bring it in. Let's kill it.
1: Do you mess with this defense at all? I know we were talking about sort of the defensive mindset, but do you do stuff? We saw Guillermo mess with this defense. We saw Guillermo put Pippo and Polenta next to each other. We saw them do that, and we saw the Galaxy look as most unhinged, probably, as they have. Even the Vancouver game wasn't as bad, I think, as the Houston game.
2: Well, Stairs 100% needs to start this game. Uh, If it's Pippo and and Polenta in the middle, uh, you know, you know, say your prayers, take your vitamins, because <laughs> I, I, I don't know how, it, how it's going to work out. I think stairs need to be there. I think the real question is going to be, um, does people start next to him, and we use polenta out left or does polenta start in the middle and we move Dave Romney back out there? I think the argument could be made that you put uh, people in the middle because where Minnesota is going to attack is going to be on the wings and you want polenta out left to shut down um, these defenders. And so Uh, I I really like Polenta out left because of the service that he brings. He's really, you know, accurate uh, with how he sends the ball in. So I'd like to see him out left, but at the same time, you're bringing in uh, someone like Pipo Gonzalez who really the track record and you've gone over the stats when he's starting at center back. uh, Good things don't seem to happen with this LA Galaxy team. So I'd feel more comfortable with Polenta and Stairs in the center and then Romney out left.
1: Uh, looking at all the analysis that you're sort of seeing right now, you're, you're seeing a lot of uh, the LA Galaxy's hopes being pinned on Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Um I have argued, and I'm rightly arguing. I'll just say that I'm right. As always, that always makes you that's right. That's very Zlatan of <laughs> right? you. Uh, I, I have argued that Zlatan was built for the playoffs, and that if there's anybody who rises to the occasion of a, you know, a, a guy who just will thrive in these conditions, away on the road, a, in a in a stadium that's gorgeous, on a field that should be much better. I mean, we'll, we'll sort yeah. of, you know, but talk about—
2: And they talked about snowy conditions and the snow. I turned into a Viking. I mean— you could tell he, he's focused and amped and ready to go.
1: Yeah, he, he seems to be. But so is it all up to him then? I mean, is he's, he going to carry this whole team and and – has that been happening through the whole year? So should
2: we be surprised? Are you ready to hit end record? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. The, if this team succeeds, it's because of Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Um, if if they don't succeed, you can also argue that it's because of Zlatan Ibrahimovic. These are the big moments. This is now the lights are shining brightest. Um, he scored 30 goals this season, set a record for the franchise, and we need more of that in, in the playoffs. So if the Galaxy are going to progress, it's going to be on the shoulders uh, of the Lion of Los Angeles. So I think... I think it does hinge on Zlatan. You know, we, we need him to come up in these big moments. If other players step up, that's fantastic. But over the course of this season, uh, we haven't won games because of other players. We've won because of Zlatan, and I think we just need more of that. That's how this these playoffs are going to go.
1: And, and as I mentioned before, the Yellow Galaxy are second in assists. It's not like this isn't a team thing. Whenever Zlatan scores a goal, it's not because he well, dribbled down the I middle of the say, field to he, beat everybody. Maybe a couple. Not, but. He's not a Lionel
2: Messi who's dribbling you know, from, from his own 18 and dribbling and going through players all the way. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. The team helps him get there, so I don't want to say... Um, you know Zlatan's carrying on this team by by doing everything the team needs to play their part but I'm saying Zlatan needs to have a big game if they're going to win.
1: We've uh, we've talked about it, and I went and broke down the stats again since uh, Christian Pavone joined the team. Now, we marked that because the Galaxy really have sort of taken a more team approach since these last 11 games. Basically, that's when Pavone came in and he has the 11 games. So um, in those last 11 games, Laton has scored 14 goals, which is what everybody's been talking about. What they didn't talk about is the, Gal- the LA Galaxy have also scored 14 goals. The rest of the team has also scored 14 goals. So 28 goals in the last... 11 games and they didn't have a great record because their yeah. defense is horrible. That's That shouldn't be the thing. But Antuna has four goals. Pavone has three goals. Legette has two. Pontius had one. Corona had one. Shelvik had one. Gonzalez had one. Yeah, you look at this, but they are spreading this around. And I go to uh, this... this uh, article on American soccer analysis by Harrison Crowe and Harrison did I think a good job of breaking down some things I don't agree 100% on with them on everything but I agree on some of this stuff um and and one of the things he talks about is the supporting cast and yes it has been all Zlatan and Zlatan scores goals and everything else that you'd like to see but it's about the supporting cast and the guy who is the biggest numbers and they talk about expected assists right okay. expected assists are the same as expected goals do, is this
2: a game do I get to guess is it yeah. someone we all know
1: it is somebody you all know. It's Christian Pavone. It's
2: not. No. No. Who is it? It's Uriel and Tuna. Okay, that makes sense. The guy. <laughs> he, so
1: he's he to to Zlatan he is or, or basically in games he's he's provided two uh, on average two point nine six expected assists per game, which is a lot. Uh, the next guy is Christian Pavone at one point eight eight. Then you go Sebastian Leget one point eight seven, Jorgen Shelvick, one point six seven, and Rolf Felcher at one point six one. So as much as people want to harass Felcher and they want to harass. Uh, you know, and Shelvik, and say that they don't help because they don't help on defense. So that's that's the well, argument. Well, here's
2: one of the funny things on the actual assists; those guys don't show up on the stat sheet, right? But it's, so it's that ex- yeah, it's this the is, expected assists. This this it's where the stats guys lose stats. me a little bit.
1: It's it, it's about putting yourself in the position for goals. It doesn't mean the goal was scored.
2: Well, and this is why I'm a, a Uriela Antuna defender because you know, yes, the direct cross finding Zlatan's head isn't necessarily what he's doing, but when he's running at players and setting up and. A, a part of that build-up, I, I can see where that expected number would go up. Maybe not the last final piece that actually gives you the credit for the assist, but in the build-up, he's definitely played a, an integral part of that attack.
1: Yeah, he, he's, he seems to be, and they also talked about Zlatan's dominance in the air. Again, it's a good uh, it's a good one to sort of look at. I just wanted to sort of put out where, where some of these assists were coming forward, the expected assists, and what that means to the game. But in my mind, what this is telling me is that you're looking at guys who are creating chances, right? And creating chances, you look at Uriel Antuna, and with him His runs and his runs were very north and south to start the season. (laughs) His runs now east and west across the box have caused nothing but problems, yeah. um, and so being he's sort of felt that I think felt the confidence that has come with that all the happenings in Mexico with the Mexican national team. Now he sees that confidence here; he feels okay to be able to run across slot on, yeah. and, and get in the way of that play.
2: And, and just to, to address, you know, someone who may be yelling at their at their listening device, you know, you know, saying that Antuna' not inability to finish, inability to cross. He doesn't need to if he's running across making the correct runs drawing defenders away from zlatan drawing defenders away from pavone opening up space for dos santos that's all you need him to do you don't need him uh to to put in a beautiful cross you don't need him uh you'd like for him to put away a sitter uh at real salt lake but you don't need him to if he's going to create space and the other the goals are going to come from different avenues
1: But, but he does have six goals i mean yeah he
2: does and they're they're Opportunistic. Their rebound goals being in the right place at the right time, which goes back to positioning yourself with a good run. He, he makes the good run and knows where to be and puts himself in those correct positions. And I, I think uh, he probably doesn't get enough credit for being a smart player for the LA Galaxy because he seems to find himself in the mix quite a bit.
1: All the time. Yeah, yeah. no, no. He's one of those guys who's in all the time. Well, we've talked. You know, we've sort of talked a a bunch about, you know, the players in there and and sort of some of the guys we wanted to see. Um, I, I also brought up something to Eric as we were texting each other and we were talking about playoff experience and and what that means to the la galaxy uh on thursday's show we talked about the la galaxy players who had the most experience with la galaxy in the playoffs right and so that's not a huge list because basically yeah, you go say, back it's to, been a
2: few years and you, these are a lot of new players sebastian Lejet, janino are, are some of
1: those guys right yeah. i mean do it, you
2: count yeah okay yeah i we know you count it you count you janino count, is our most experienced playoff player he <laughs> is i mean he has
1: he has a bunch of time but i mean that doesn't do you any good right now as as, as we sit here and look at this but um, does he travel yeah why not
2: I feel like he I feel he, like everybody travels he, he probably brings like some good food or some good bar <laughs> he's got it he's got to have some skill that you know keeps him around again I love the guy but um, <laughs>
1: excuse me. So yeah. so now we, uh, we look at this. And so I went and found everybody's playoff experience, regardless of team and sort of where they're at. And I know there are people out there who are going to shout at some of these. I'm telling you, only guys who have played minutes count as playoff experience. They may have been there. They may have been on teams. But if they didn't play any
2: minutes. That's rude. As someone who sat on a bench. So probably, on a bench yeah. Yeah. I take offense to that. Do you want to
1: bring back the where you didn't get the penalty <laughs> kick in the CIF finals? Oh, or, 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 again, I told you playoffs. that in confidence. Yeah, but I just want, I thought I felt like there was still still anger in your heart. Yeah, I thought maybe you just let it go.
2: Yeah, all these years later, it's yeah, still there. It's we'll okay. save that for another show. Okay, that's fine. It's just a hammers of pain. You know, we could do a little
1: <laughs> little couch here, and you could you could lay down and you know explain all your pain. Uh, here we go. M- uh, LA Galaxy MLS playoff experience. The players. So you got Perry Kitchen, you got Sebastian, Legette, Chris Pontius, Juninho, Dan Steris, Matt Lampson, and Servando. Carrasco are the only players that I found and I went through the whole roster that have MLS playoff experience. Now, let's not throw out the guys who have worldwide saying, experience. Like, say,
2: you know, Zlatan <laughs> Ibrahimovic is not an MLS playoff yeah. experience he's, guy, so I don't know. He's, he's, he, he doesn't know the magic of he's, the MLS Cup playoff. He's clearly never played.
1: <laughs> this is going to be a lot for him, yeah. right? Going to Minnesota and their are 22,000 fans, or yeah. what is it, 18,000? 18, 18, yeah, yeah. 18, 000. For, forget
2: the World Cup playoff against Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, where they went head-to-head. I, that if, means nothing. Do you really want to bring up Portugal, right? now? You don't want to talk. About well, if, I, in that case, you know, to qualify for the 2014, World Cup, yes. Portugal beat Sweden. That, that one of the you, best games ever. You felt you Great felt game. good
1: about it. Okay. Perry Kitchen, nine games played, nine games started, eight hundred and ten minutes. Uh, Sebastian Lejet four games played, four games started, three hundred and seventy six minutes. Chris Pontius, seven games played, seven games started, four hundred and eighty two minutes. Uh, Sebastian Lejet Chris Pontius, and Juninho were the only three players that had goals in any of these. Um, Chris Pontius is there with one goal. Uh, Juninho, I told you, 21 games played, 20 games started, 1,774 minutes uh, with one goal. Which will be...
2: Well, and we all remember that But It was against Seattle. <laughs> but, and, and all those minutes are going to do absolutely nothing for us.
1: No, no, it's not going to help you. Yeah. Uh, Dan Steris, you know who we talk about, has three games played, three games started, 300 minutes. Matt Lampson, one game played, one game started, 90 minutes. Now, I'm pretty sure that was a pretty important one, if I remember correctly. I think it was with... Uh wasn't it with Chicago? No, yeah. It may have been with Chicago. I don't remember exactly which one it was. I, I lied. Maybe it wasn't that one. All right. <laughs> Just throw that out. Servando Carrasco, one game played, 15 minutes. Uh, he was with Houston. That's above his average. It is. His average minutes played this season. It is, absolutely. So, I mean, if you look at the total playoff minutes that you have from the LA Galaxy, um, 3,847 minutes, uh, three goals, four assists. Uh, 46 games played, 44 games started, and as you rightfully pointed out, about half of those go away whenever Juninho has, <laughs> has zero minutes.
2: And it. it also means nothing just because of the other players that we have who—I I just don't look at a, a Jonathan Dos Santos and say— the, the he, playoff he, yeah, inexperience it, is going to affect him. A I, I player agree. like Pavone, I agree. So, so I I, I appreciate John the, Pavone. Yeah, I appreciate the hard work you've done. Polenta. <laughs>
1: you know, Fabi. There's guys yeah. who have played in big games yes. all over the world, and that's not to say yes. this. I'm just wanted to say again, just throw it out there. It's it's one of those things you sort of look at and say, well, who are the guys who have been there? Because it is different. Now, I'll also say, um, I'll also say this that it's not just so much about. Uh, it, it's not so much about that experience. It's about the fact that none of these players have ever played in the single elimination format. Uh, I think that as you rightfully said before um, that, you know, he, that these guys haven't um, you know, that, that being you haven't been in this and, and you don't know what to expect, that there could be a lot of tentative sort of yes. people trying to feel out what these single elimination mm-hmm. games are going to be like, by the way, chat room saying Bingham, um, are, that I forgot Bingham in the playoffs. He never played. I swear.
2: I San love San Jose has to be relevant in order. It, yeah, I was going to say <laughs> at he the did, time he was with them. Like, yeah. And
1: and I think they went, I forget which, yeah. I think they went to the playoffs, but I think he got zero minutes he, he in it. He fell
2: out of favor with San Jose. Also, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it, I don't, I don't, it wasn't, it, it didn't happen. I, I'm pretty sure I'm like 99% sure. Cause everybody said that. And I already went and looked for it. I'm like, yeah. well, actually he never played. That's why he's not on the list. Um, so he doesn't count in my rules that I made up. <laughs> all right. Um. But I, I just think this playoff format is just so, um, it's so new. It's so different. Uh, you know, we talk about that. I, I think there's statistics out there that said, you know, in previous MLS playoffs, the the single elimination games that the away team had better, you know, chance than, than the home team. Because
2: they come out and they, they, they press to begin with. And so usually the home team was playing from behind the other way. And, and something that was funny today, speaking of golden goal, uh, you know, the, the today in Galaxy history was the Cienfuegos Golden Goal uh, uh, back from 2001. Yep. And I went and looked back at that, and that was a three-legged series where there was, you know, away, home, and then away again. So, you know, if you think one, a two-game, two-leg, 2, game, two, two leg, uh again, oh, I forgot how to speak here. It's okay. You
1: don't
0: have to speak. <laughs> a
2: two-leg two, two uh, playoff. Match is difficult. Imagine a three game. Uh, That that was just wild. Uh, Golden goal plus a three game swing. So I thought that was kind of fun uh, to look back at that. So again, I'll push back a little bit that no one knows how this is going to work because it's single elimination. But we've all seen World Cups. We've seen Gold Cups. Once you get to the knockout rounds, they're all single elimination. And so it shouldn't be that foreign of a concept for these players.
1: It shouldn't be. And, and, you know, again, that was I whenever we talked about this originally before we were like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, let's see, you know, you're like, yeah. wait a minute. There's plenty of guys with playoff experience. Yeah. Fine. I'm like, I get it. I just <laughs> I get. Yeah, but still. Yeah. But, uh, don't you? Don't you? I, I use, did.
2: Use my own magic. Against I did.
1: Me. I I'm getting smarter as we go, I think. Uh, by the way, just wanted to again. There's lots of David Bingham talk in the chat room. Like they don't trust me. And I just looked it up again so I know I could be right because I love I love to be right. Um, that
2: is true. I can, I can
1: zero games played, zero games started in 2017. Whenever they went to the playoffs, zero games played, zero games started in 2012 when they went to the playoffs.
2: I think at that time he probably wasn't the number one it was, keeper in it 2012. Was, they, like this, they yeah. missed him. It,
1: <laughs> it bell curved him. He didn't see it. He didn't know they were gonna <laughs> button hook him. That's what it was. So um, yeah, button hook. <laughs> that's an old shout out that yeah. is old <laughs> I, if anybody knows that one that is an old very old shout out um but anyway so yeah so david bingham is not one of those players uh i think that that's it's going to be a big game for him yeah if you're talking about one guy who probably needs to perform way above his pay grade and, it's, it's david bingham
2: yeah and given how how the season ended i think he's definitely going to get up for this game yeah I'm, I'm excited to see uh to watch him step up and see what he could do
1: there's one more person who has a lot of playoff mls playoff experience He's not a player, though. He's a coach. And I, I wanted to sort know, of... I don't
2: remember Val DeCantos yeah, making was, he, was run. he was in there. Was he was he smoking Mi- cigarettes was while he say, was, was doing he, it. Was he with the Miami Fusion? Yeah. Him, like
1: I'm sure he was. Uh, <laughs> everybody was, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, that'll be another guy I didn't realize played for the Galaxy a long time ago. And <laughs> there we go. Um, so anyway, uh, Guillermo Barra has played seven games in the playoffs, uh, two goals, seven assists, 623 minutes. Uh, when you look at it, he was also, I think, named MLS Cup MVP, MVP at, in 2008.
2: At the, at the was at it Home Depot, Depot Center. Center. I was yeah. going to say StubHub. But at I the was time, at that game. Yeah. You you let us know every time. I know.
1: I was there. <laughs> I was I was sitting in the stands. I remember that yeah, game.
2: But that's kind of a cheat. The, like, co- the coach has playoff experience. Right. But I'm, if if you want someone with playoff experience, I guess it you you'd want the man in charge.
1: That's right. You know what they there people are also saying you you're an idiot. Me? No, me. Okay. No, me. Don't trust me. Say, I mean. was gonna say, what did I do? Um there's there's one guy, Kinnear? Dominic Kneer oh, oh, you think maybe he has some playoff experience?
2: <laughs> maybe uh, just a little bit. Uh, he probably also
1: he played in some playoffs. He had right? He played in some playoffs in MLS. I'm sure he did. I was going to say don't he's open coached, yourself up. You're, he's you're,
2: coached you're, in We're going to get in the comments tomorrow. Yep. You idiot. Dom Kneer played. He was a stalwart for the San Jose Earthquakes in yeah. 2001. Yeah.
0: Mhm.
1: I'm going to It's it's coming. Josh doesn't know his history again and he opens his mouth and that's what happens. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Anyway, so that's your playoff experience sort of going into it. Um do you do you want to do you want to do the thing? Is it time? I why not? It's the time. We we we're still going to talk. We've been talking about the game the whole time.
2: I was gonna say there's not a recap. This is all pre-cap. This is all pre-cap. There's yeah.
1: nothing. There was no show on Monday because everybody's <laughs> like, "Why was there no show on Monday? You ruined my life." You know that I normally get whatever. People no need
2: the panda. People yeah, they, they need the panda. Kevin was lives.
1: very angry whenever I was like, "Hey, there's no show on Monday." He's like, "Why not?" I'm like, "I'm like because there's not that much to talk about. My son's visiting, so like, uh, let's, that's let's take some family time." He's like, "I think I think we should do the show." I'm like, "No, I don't. I don't <laughs> think that's happening. I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen."
2: The lost episode.
1: The lost. There is. There are a couple of those actually out there. They've been deleted though, so you, you'll. <laughs> Never find them. I don't think. I don't Good think tax. they're anyway. Um, all right. So if you're ready, LA Galaxy facing off against uh, Minnesota United coming up in the first round of the playoffs in 2019. Here is Eric, the Portuguese Hammer, with his dramatic intro.
2: It's getting so hard for me to sit back here in studio looking at Minnesota United out there with a higher seed and a home playoff match. This year, we spent more money to buy out Gio and re-sign Zlatan than they spent on their entire roster. Minnesota, you have one very important lesson to learn this Sunday. To be the man, you have got to beat the man. Woo! We've been here since 96, and you may be feeling really good about your shiny new stadium but there's a reason that the LA Galaxy are synonymous with MLS greatness. Space Mountain may be the oldest ride in the park, but it still has the longest line. We've got more championships than they have seasons in the league, and we're going to style and profile into the rainy conditions and hand them that loss. And if they don't like it, they'll learn to love it because the LA Galaxy is that Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, charter jet flying son of a gun, and we're having a hard time holding all these MLS cups down.
0: Woo! Oh my. Oh Sorry. my! No, are
1: you okay? You blacked out I'm again. Good. I blacked out again. You just, we just the, went into it. The
2: spirit of Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Woo. <laughs> again, you you bumped up my mic. Yeah. To, and then I I went too hard. No, you didn't. You did, did it go okay? I Turned think out fine. okay. Yeah. I think, woo! Woo!
1: Yeah. You just got it. Yeah. Just a little <laughs> I bit. I didn't want to. Woo too hard, right? Yeah, but it I, worked. No, it was it was nice. I liked it. It was it was good. So yeah, The chat rooms all fired up now. They're ready to go. They're yeah, ready to run through a uh, wall.
2: I think they should play that.
1: They should play, that's, play that. That's what the game that's starts. what they should do. They should yeah, just you, roll uh, it in you, front of Zlatan and
2: you calm, cool, and collected. And here I am, channeling Ric Flair and wooing into a microphone. <laughs> really, yeah, there I there I go for being calm. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're you're handing in there. All right, good. That was good. Uh, LA Galaxy face off against. I'm still.
2: Did I throw you off there? Yeah, no, I just, I got a little... I worked know, with the levels a little bit?
1: A little winded. I had a lot of finger dancing <laughs> over here to do, so it was it was, it was was a busy thing for me to do. Uh, but no, I mean, the LA Galaxy now face-off against Minnesota United uh, game kicks off at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday, October 20th, 2019. It is at Allianz Field on Sunday. ESPN, ESPN Deportes is where you can find this game. Uh, listen, this is one of those, and we'll continue to talk about it as we've been doing the whole time. Um... It, it, it's the first must-win game of the season. I mean, you know, it's all that Everybody <laughs> so always wants ever, to say, must-win game. This is a must-win. It's not. This is the first one.
2: This is a literal must-win this is, game.
1: This is exactly how it goes. Did you, by the way, did you, did you like the hype video that the Galaxy put out? I did. Yeah?
2: That, that one really, I mean, I, I joked, I posted on Twitter that, you know, with the hair raising on my arms, and I, I did that as a joke, but at the same time, when I watched it for the first time, I I did get real uh, chicken skin and goosebumps there. chicken uh, skin. They did an excellent job with that video. It got me hyped up and ready to go. I'll be watching it again on Sunday to get ready.
1: Yeah, is that just on repeat?
2: It's just on repeat. Just At re- the beginning of the season, there was a, a Guillermo Barshkoldo's speech video that they put out, and that one got me fired up to start the year, and this video has has me fired up to end the year. So, you know, shout out to MERS uh, you know, for for the words there, you know. That it was excellent. I can't, very, I can't. very very well, well put together.
1: I really want to reach out to him to see if he'll come on the podcast cuz I feel like he would
2: he's game he seems like he's he's ready to talk about it and ready to go to battle for this club which is it's awesome to see someone with notoriety
1: but I'm also like the whitest guy anybody knows and (laughs) I just feel like I feel like it's just not it's it's the wrong audience be like uh yeah uh you know have you heard my yeah uh uh-huh yeah
2: we all know my taste in music is horrible MERS is definitely not in the background when I walk into COG studios It's horrible (laughs) we all know this um, you know, I'm more on the Becky G side of things. Okay, there you, you know, go. That, that, that's which she kind of... also had some comments today, which, which were pretty fun. She, she wants the MLS Cup before a Grammy. Oh, wow. Look at that. She's, Becky G. Becky G.
1: I keep, I keep telling my wife that I want her on the podcast. My wife is like, that's never going to happen. And I'm like, <laughs> why not? That seems like, I feel like I can get that. She's like, you're not that popular. You, you can't uh, do That it. would
2: definitely increase our numbers. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, no, some great stuff from for MERS and, and the LA Galaxy. I actually, I really thought it was good. I, so I'm also the guy, do you remember uh, before, I think it was MLS Cup, maybe it was 2012, maybe it was 2014, I don't remember. They did the Robbie Keane poem. Did you ever see that? It was, it was, a, it was an Irish uh, famous Irish poem. Uh, how poet. did I miss this? Oh my, you don't. I, I swear I, I, I should have it. had it.
2: And I remember I was at the tw- the 2012 MLS Cup. I think. How uh, do How did I miss this this, uh, the, the,
1: this event? The poem is like it's like you know from the shores of. I do not remember. It is. I I have it. It's I chill. I saved it somewhere. All Just right. we'll repost it. We'll repost it. We'll put it out <laughs> there. But anyway, like that one also was sort of like. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Game on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you feel like Robbie Keane, you know, and it's, yeah. it's you're like, okay, yeah, I feel it, and this just feels like feels like Zlatan. It feels like yeah. it feels like that time. Um, LA Galaxy 16, 15, and three finished the season with 51 points. Minnesota United just two points better, 15, 11, and eight. Uh, you look at the home records. This is where Minnesota shine. 10, one, and six. I'll tell you right now, they haven't lost since June second. Whenever they lost to, uh, I have uh,
2: a trivia question for you. Oh yes, they have lost since June second. Oh, oh, but it was. I mean, at home. <laughs> at oh, home. Oh, they lost in a friendly to Aston Aston Villa. Villa. Yes, in July. You know, I I purposely had that stat in there because I knew you were going to hit us with the they haven't lost since June, but it's technically. Yep incorrect okay okay so there we go so they
1: haven't lost at home in a mls regular season game there it is it see it's all these other games that aren't regular season games they've lost so in in
2: a game that's not mls regular regular season they're out they've never won this is their
1: first (laughs) trip to the playoffs we should point out as well uh 10 1 and 6 at home 36 points at home the galaxy 11 5 and 1 34 points at home uh the galaxy's away records 5 10 and 2 5, 10, and 2. So there's not a lot to get from that. Um, I'll tell you this. uh, All-time LA Galaxy 3, 2, and 0 undefeated. We talked about it. Nine points from those games. Uh, Excuse me. That was the last five games. All-time LA Galaxy 4, 0, and 2. 14 points against Minnesota United. 0, 4, and 2 for Minnesota United. Only picked up two points against the Galaxy all-time in history. This either goes with my roulette wheel thing, which is going to keep hitting red and keep hitting red, (laughs) or it's going to switch and it's going to be black and that's not going to be good for the Galaxy. Um, The table sort of Finished, obviously, fourth for yeah. Minnesota United, fifth for the LA Galaxy, uh, seventh in the Supporters' Shield, eighth. Um, so they they just are right they're back right and forth. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Everybody's talking about how Minnesota is, gonna, is definitely the favorite in this game and how everything is going here. Look at the last nine games. Last nine games for the LA Galaxy, they won three of their last nine games. Now, they're coming in on a two-game losing streak. We know that. But Minnesota won three games in their last nine as well.
2: And huh. theirs was more up and down. There's a you know a loss, a win, a draw, a win. You know, so theirs is a little more up and down. The Galaxy had three wins in a row and then a couple losses, and so it's going back to your roulette. It's going to turn the other direction. It seems like as opposed to being up and down uh, constantly. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, so I'm just I just don't feel like I feel like everybody's really trying to pump this Minnesota team as a, and you've seen I don't know if you've seen their social media and what they're trying to do but it's all lot better shush. things to do than to follow It's a whole shush. They're like because they're shushing all the haters that said that they would never make the playoffs this year and Adrian Heath and I, I think he's done a great yeah, job.
2: I mean to to they had uh the second seat, the second place seed. They could have had it. I mean, they were right there. There were times in the season where they could have been clear, uh, you know, second place winners, and they kind of skidded at the end, similar to how the Galaxy did. So, you know, credit to them for for looking good. Whenever you saw them in the standings, you thought, well, eventually Minnesota's going to drop. Eventually Minnesota's going to drop, and they didn't. So, you know, absolutely give them credit, but at the same time, they, they don't scare us. They don't uh, scare me.
1: This is uh, head coach Adrian Heath. Um, by the way, again, listen, MLS on their website is doing what MLS does, which is you know hype up these things that probably aren't really things, but they're going to make them things. Um, it's a narrative, which is you fine. Pump the narrative, yeah, yeah, that's fine. it's again, it's building. Yeah. It's about writing the story. It's like here we go. How are we doing? The whole thing. So, uh, Adrian he says, I think the biggest advantage anyone could could anyone could have would be playing at home. Uh, any team playing at home this weekend would say that we're at home. I fully expect us to perform, and if we do, I think we can win. First of all, I'd like you to think: What does Adrian He's supposed to say? You know what? We're really scared of the LA Galaxy. <laughs> the
2: Wonderwall ain't s. You know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we yeah. don't got it. Um, you know, and, and they're talking about going up against you know Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and and really this is kind of fun because you have Icapara who just won Defender of the Year I award second year in a row. A, I
2: take that as such a good sign.
1: I know, you're all like, this is a good sign. This is a good sign. This is like, <laughs> this is weird, like, fan, like, yeah, voodoo that you're trying to put on. It's like, oh, defender yeah. of the year against Lothan's going to be pumped. I'm gonna... not
2: superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not like being whelmed. <laughs> uh, I know you can be overwhelmed. Yeah. And underwhelmed. But can you ever be whelmed? I think you can in Europe. Um, <laughs> good times. That was good. There you go. Tangent. Was, there we go. Uh, so, anyway, so that's Adrian Heath coming in there. Again, um, you know, Ethan Finley says, "I think you embrace the challenge. The stars can't single-handedly take Tim's to win championships." Hey, Ethan, yes, they can. Uh, <laughs> you need the role players. You need the whole group. You need the team. That's no different whether you're LA or Minnesota. Again, it's the pl- it's playing off this whole like theory that the slot under- on is yeah. ju- it just it just Lautanavich
2: and that's all they got. Yeah, it, it seems like they're very much. Even though they're the higher seed, even though they have the home game, they're playing it like you know, we're the team who has something to prove. We're the little guys, and we're going after the big guys. And if anything, that just you know proves that the L.A. Galaxy, regardless of their uh, where they finish, is, is a team that every team in the league gets up for and wants to beat the L.A. Galaxy. Uh, they can come in eighth. They can come in seventh. It doesn't matter. They, they want to face the L.A. Galaxy, and they're always going to look at it. As the galaxy are the bigger team uh, when you have someone like Zlatan and and just the history that the franchise brings.
1: I'll, I'll say this: um, <clears throat> There's uh, Eichel a defender of the year. I really like him. He's I, a, great, I think he's a he's, great defender. Yeah, he's can't get mad at that. And he doesn't bite on any of this, by the way. He yeah, doesn't take smart. the bait. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I just won defender of the year. Relax, everybody, everybody chill. <laughs> uh, he says, "There's nothing to fear, and you, and you really just go in there to compete. Give it your all, and see where we end up in 90 minutes." I think the better, I think that better be the mindset of everyone on our team. Again, it goes to my, we're going to take this, we're going to sit back, we're going to sort of look at this, and by the way the guys scoring goals for Minnesota in their last couple games have been defenders, not not their offensive side. I was going to say,
2: when you think of of Minnesota you think of Darwin Quintero, but at the same time you pointed out only 10 goals this season and so he's still a threat, you know he leads the team in shots, uh, in shots on goal, and so I think he is definitely someone you're going to need to worry about, but at the same time he's not someone who is necessarily dominant like uh, like Zlatan has been or someone uh, even like Pavone in in the last few games that he's played.
1: Yeah, get you, like you said, 10 goals. Um, he has five assists as well. He is their best player, but that doesn't mean that, you know, he's not Zlatan Ibrahimović. Yes. He's, he's, I mean, he could score four goals in this game. I'm not saying he couldn't. Quintero? Um, yeah. Score four goals? Absolutely. By himself? You're going up against Galaxy okay. defense.
2: Yeah, good point.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. there you go. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I listen... You're going to hear my prediction on this, okay? I feel like you're all going to be happy about it. Maybe you won't. Maybe I'll change my mind before that I was going
2: to say, or you give your prediction and everyone gets upset. Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that, Josh?
1: You always (laughs) pick against us. You always pick against the galaxy. Um, So, I mean, that's what you're looking at. Again, Zlatan It's Christian Pavone. You look at the star power that's on the LA galaxy, and you can't sit there. This is my favorite. Um, Whenever I I was uh, first sort of following the LA galaxy, it was the 2011 uh mls cup i went down and I, I i maybe it was like the 2012 mls cup it, it was one of the houston games uh certainly
2: <laughs> well it was 11 or 12
1: yep or or, or tell you that much or maybe it was 14 and it was new england but i just remember one of the guys who used to sit in the section um was it, it was sort of um he was saying there and i'm I, he was saying well how good is this uh, is this other team we're playing i'm like listen they're pretty good i mean they made it all the way to mls cup there's a reason they made it to mls cup the whole deal and he's like but we got like Robbie Keane and David Beckham. You you can't tell me that there's you know Jermaine Jones. I remember oh, that it was it was 2014. It was 2014. Yeah. You, can't, you can't tell me Jermaine Jones <laughs> is going to come out here and be better than you know these other Wanda guys than Robbie and Keane and, and Beckham, yeah, yeah and all these guys. It's like and, and the whole thing. And that's that's what you're getting at here. And and it's not an overconfidence. It's a okay. The LA Galaxy on the road. Um, Sebastian Jett actually said something that that got me a, a little interested in just. Hey, where are you trying to go with this? But not only just where are you trying to go with this, but what are you really trying to say there? A thing. He says, um, uh, he says regarding the defense, uh, this is a little long and I'll read through it, but he goes, um, he goes, We're always confident. We're going to score his goals, but we can't afford any mistakes. We've been working on it. I think it's more of a mentality. We've got this ability on this team, even defensively. We've got some really good guys, but together, we've just got to pull this thing off. And he says, um, you know, good or bad, uh, whenever you look at this, um, he says, maybe it's a bad thing, or maybe it's a good thing, but we always need a little adversity, and that yeah. kind of raises our game. We need a little bit of an obstacle. We see a challenge, and we always kind of meet it. When things aren't on the line and things aren't as much a stake, we take our foot off the pedal. I'm not entirely sure why, but that's where we've been at fault this season. So
2: Yeah, I agree 100%. There, there are several times this season where I said, this is the team that needs to get punched in the mouth to wake up. Uh, when they're down a goal or when, you know, the chip, they're not the favorite team, that's when this team plays best. So uh, I, I can totally see where Legette is coming from where he says this team needs adversity. They need something to to be climb uphill, and that's what drives this team. Uh, speaking of the defense, one thing that gives me confidence is, you know, we know David Bingham, Led the league in saves. Do you know who was second in saves? I do, and that is Mr.
1: Vito Monone. Vito
2: Monone, which again, can you sound more Italian?
1: Yeah, (laughs) but anyway, my name's what is it? Was it? Um, there was a guy who was like, It was like, Oh, my name's Pizza Lasagna. Yeah, it's like, Yeah, it's like that's a fake name. It's like, No, Vito Monone,
2: but he's uh second, and and all that tells me is that he's faced a large amount of shots as well. And so, if the Galaxy defense you're worried about because they give up a lot of shots and give up a lot of chances. Minnesota's number two. They're right there. They give up just as, you know, I'm not going to say just as many. I mean, cause not literally, it's not. But- not literally, but, you know, they're second. And so they give up, give up chances as well. They've let in quite a few goals. So the goals are going to be there to be had. Uh, by the galaxy so you know we may see that barn burner that four three five four uh magical game
1: david Bingham 141 saves 195 shots save vito Monone 129 saves 175 shots face
2: see a difference of 20 20, 20 shots that's, that's like one game for the two galaxy games, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fine on, again on goal on so goal. maybe three
1: games <laughs> yeah yeah um so anyway so so that that's sort of where i sit with that um I'll say this. That now let's go to predicted sort of lineups. Where where do we sit with this? Where do we feel? And, and I sort of threw you my predicted lineups, what I thought it would be. And I think it's pretty standard. I don't think there's going to be a whole bunch of things here. But I, what I do want to see is something that you said. Bring Starris back into this game. He
2: starts. I think he needs to start.
1: I would put Dave Romney out left. I like it. I like Romney, Polenta, Steris and Felcher back there. That's fine. Go with that and try that. Um, I don't. I don't think a in this game is the right answer. He may come off the bench.
2: Yeah, I don't think this is the game where you start a You know, as high as you may feel on him, I think you know you go with with who, and that's why I want to start stairs. The consistency, someone who's been there, he's been that staple. Rolf, you know, say what you will about Rolf, he's been on the right hand side for the majority of the season, so you're going to have to call on him again. Out left, um, again, this might be a controversial. It's going to be a controversial opinion. Dave Romney, I I feel like he's done well, but uh, to keep polenta and stairs in the middle I'd almost rather you know have Shelvik out left uh then bring in you know people in the center so whether it's Romney whether it's shelvik I think you 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 need someone else on the left as long as you keep polenta and stairs in the middle and I know I'm gonna get grilled because Shelvik is not uh there's not a shelvik fan club out there uh but but I think what he can bring moving forward could be successful obviously defensively he leaves a lot to be desired but at the same time uh you know shelvik or Romney I, I wouldn't be heartbroken or as upset as i think some people would be if we saw shelvik out left
1: uh, if you're looking at the graphic, I have two number fours on there because I have Staris is number four and I have Romney as number He's four. Number
2: five, come I, on! You I know, know that.
1: that you should know that. Whenever you fill it in, it gives you auto numbers in there, and then I <laughs> filled in, I forgot to change the number. I forgot to. It's mine. It's my bad. It's my bad. Um, the alternate there that I think you you know you sort of talked about was a little bit with Shelby, but also with you know Palenta and Gonzalez in the center, which could be the repeat of the last lineup, and that's the way. And
2: uh, yeah, I don't feel comfortable with those two in the center. I, does, I need to see stairs back there.
1: Yeah, it, it, I don't think that that's a that's a, a good way for the galaxy to go either. Um, uh, The Galaxy, again, facing off in this single elimination tournament. We know already that if the LA Galaxy advance, they play LAFC on Thursday, October 24th. If there is a game, when there is a game on October 24th, I'll help (laughs) you out. And when there is a game on October 24th, that means that one of our shows will be pushed to Friday um so that's why um that's why it was sort of one of those things that to, to look at so regardless of who, there's who a, says, yeah, there's there's gonna eh, well, you know i'll probably have a show on thursday night if, if you know the galaxy just because just why what, what am i gonna do watch that game I, 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 i'm done that's it that's it's it's baby time for me i get to, I have to start right, shutting we're, down we're
2: thinking too far ahead we'll cross that bridge when we cross get there. that bridge when we get there you gotta play um, the hype video play, play it now hurry
1: quick <laughs> um so anyway so that's where it sits and and the, the bracket um if you're watching on the video feed is up there for you to peruse um you know there's four games on saturday and there's two games on sunday uh sunday will be the much more relaxed day in terms of watching but uh saturday should be a lot of fun playoff soccer yeah much like playoff baseball there's just something about it there's something in the air when when
2: the chips are down that that's when it's most fun to watch it
1: is and there's
2: a reason why the knockout games in the world cup are more exciting than the the group games yeah it is what it
1: is yeah um and so uh, again we expect that to happen now if you're looking at the odds for this game uh, do you want to know what 538 says? Oh, here we go. It's game time. Um, so I already, ha- we we brought this graphic up the the last time and I'll, I'll leave it up here again. Um, but as it stands right now, uh, and by the way, there's no draw on this because you can't tie. Yeah. That's why everybody's like, where's the draws, It
2: man? is what, what it is. is, is. It? No, that is. Although it would be interesting. I, I did throw it out there that with single elimination, you there's a higher likelihood of, of a game going into extra time and penalties than maybe a two-legged series. So you may see an extra time uh, a draw in regulation, but obviously there's going to be a winner in the end. So what do the odds say?
1: 38% for the LA galaxy to win 62% for the loons, which is not really a surprise. Again, oh, I
2: was going to say, well, the, the one that I took away from it, if you look at the whole slate of matches, yes. the LA galaxy have the highest uh, percentage of winning for an away team. But when you look at the, at the seating, it's a 5 versus a 4. So of course, it, should, it the, should they they should have the highest away percentage. There's there's nothing crazy on this that everybody's <laughs> so, like, "Oh, that so doesn't I, make sense." I got excited at first, but then when you think about it at a 4-5, of course the 5 is going to have the highest likelihood uh, than 6, 7 or 8. Yeah. That's that's math for you.
1: It's it, that's how math works. <laughs> it's how
2: numbers work. The other thing on 538, um, they have the breakdown of chance to win MLS Cup or chance to make the conference semifinals and the yep. Galaxy have the 11th best chance out of 14 teams. And so that's a little bit scary. So
1: that's no, that's good. I, I remember I mean, 2014. Was
2: it 2014?
1: No, 2012. Yeah, 2012. When going into the playoffs in 2012. Now, I, I of course will tell you, and I'm trying to smack anybody who says this. This team is not like the 2012 team. Stop saying it. Well, we've already looked at it. We analyzed that they, they're not the same
2: until they are.
1: Until they, until they, <laughs> until they take it all. The, then you know what they're going to be? The 2019 team. Yeah, that's what they are. They're going to be like they were mediocre through the through the through the second half, or actually for like the second two thirds of the season. Yeah. Um, and you know what? They got hot in the playoffs and. that was it sometimes Um, that's enough in 2012 they were hot for the second half of the season entirely Um, they were just really poor in the first half of the season so uh, that's sort of how it is but in 2012 you got in there and you said the only way the LA Galaxy can host MLS Cup is if the Houston Dynamo advance on the other side and the Houston Dynamo (laughs) advances on the other side so it was like Eastern Conference from the Eastern Houston yep the Eastern Eastern team that's right. Um, and so, you know, you look at that, and we've we've talked about it before. The LA Galaxy have a better chance of hosting MLS Cup than they do hosting, you know, a, a Western Conference Final game uh, should the LA Galaxy get passed. Um, the Galaxy would host the Western Conference Finals if either Portland or FC Dallas advance from their game. So if you're rooting for teams, Portland and FC Dallas are the teams to root for.
2: And, and when you look at how up and down any team could win at any given day, I mean... Portland, when they were on, we saw what they did against the LA Galaxy. So there's no reason to believe the Portland couldn't win at, at Real Salt Lake. Uh, and then FC Dallas is the only one I don't expect them to get. Yeah,
1: past I think Seattle. Seattle I think yeah. Seattle. <laughs> in Seattle it, it just doesn't seem likely. Yeah. Um, but that's what it. Is if the Galaxy made it by the way to MLS Cup, um, if Toronto, if DC, if New York or New England advanced from the East, the LA Galaxy would host MLS Cup.
2: Yeah, that'd be a good time. Bruce, I MLS Bruce yeah. is coming
1: back. I know everybody said it already, but Bruce in the fourteenth spot. In yeah. the fourteenth coming all the way from deep downtown, <laughs> Bruce Arena. The
2: the one MLS had something on their Instagram story today where if you screenshot uh you know it had a, a randomizer and I, I got LA Galaxy versus DC United, a throwback to 1996, the original Ooh. final. That'd be kind of fun. That Wayne Rooney versus
1: Laton. That puts a lot of pressure on the yeah. Galaxy because be you lot can't let DC United no. win an MLS Cup. Because they'd catch them. Because they'd catch them with MLS There's a lot, of, a
2: lot of narrative if DC United... That would be fun. So can can, can think that think one happen? A, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I'd love that. And I got that on the first try. I wasn't even trying. The, I played with the whatever. numbers to get the Galaxy on the other ones, but... Uh, yeah, that, that was how it worked out. So it's destiny. It's fate. It's fate. LA Galaxy versus DC United in the final. Mark you it, heard down. it
1: You heard it here first.
2: <laughs> Do you want to talk about the weather?
1: Uh, yeah, let's talk about the we,
2: weather. We, we looked up the weather well, <laughs> just because, because, you know, there were rumors of snow. And then I, I looked at what it's going to be. And I said, oh, it's going to be clear that day. It's actually going to be okay. turns out I was wrong. Uh, there's a 90% chance of rain on Sunday night in St. Paul, Minnesota, which is where Elian's field is. So there's a, a football game, the Tommy Johnny is, what is it, right? The yes, Tommy, the Tommy Johnny. Tommy Johnny. You know, it's the div, best this,
1: rivalry. What division,
2: is it? I looked at it, Division Three's footballs, Alabama Auburn rivalry. So it's <laughs> the greatest uh, Minnesota private school battle that you'll see in Division Three.
1: It, it's Saint John's <laughs> versus, versus Saint Thomas. Saint Thomas, yeah. yes. And uh, they're
2: they're both you know Minnesota uh, private colleges. So the, good times.
1: The plus on this seems like it's going to be dry on Saturday. So you know, listen, I expect this field to be torn up. I do. Any,
2: anytime there's football. You know, twenty four hours before. It's gonna to be torn up. But if it rains and they're playing football on it, that's an That's issue. really
1: bad. But what happens if it's torn up and it starts to rain, rain for afterward? The game? Oh I think it's gonna
2: be sloppy. That might be fun. Oh
1: man. This is this is Latan weather. This is this it is, is this is he's he's gonna be primed, you know, as he says. You know, whenever it's warm, the lions out, when it's cold it's the Viking. <laughs> uh, you know, lots of people with Scandinavian history in Minnesota, so yeah, I, I, think, he's, it, I think he's I think explain that.
2: They don't call them the Minnesota Vikings for nothing. That's wait really?
1: Yeah. That's where they got that from? <laughs> Are you sure they didn't move from like Cleveland or something like well, that? Well,
2: we know <laughs> the, the la lakers you know we know where that they, they we came already, from minnesota we already stole one team from you right. yeah maybe we'll steal your hearts this sunday
1: stole st louis uh you know well not really that one went back and forth so yeah, yeah.
2: Whatever. yeah but still
1: yeah but still all right la galaxy facing off against minnesota united by the way a, a little shout out to the podcast this is going to seem weird um i've told you guys before and everybody celebrated our 700th show yep. this is show number seven. I, was,
2: I was here for that you were here for that panda that. was not
1: yeah uh <laughs> Rub it in. He's going to be so angry. Uh, Panda, by the way, will be in Minnesota covering the game. He is is going. Um, So this is show 705 as we're doing it. That's total shows. I actually keep track of the individual shows uh, as well so corner of the galaxy and then corner galaxy from the box uh, this is the 400th episode of corner of the galaxy so
2: woo! Woo! All right. <laughs> do I need the
1: streamers Where's, I was going to say get <laughs> the confetti back out no no please we made I it still, to 400 you can still find some if you look around I'm it's sure Still in the vents it's still in the vents every time the air conditioning kicks on I get hit with more confetti um, so anyway so 400 there uh, LA Galaxy facing off against Minnesota United this is it uh, this is a must win game the Galaxy advance they play LAFC on Thursday so quick short term Around time. Uh, if when the galaxy uh, get past Minnesota, there you go. Um, oh, there you go. When the galaxy get past Minnesota, there will be a Monday show um, and then there will probably be a Friday show. That's how this would all work. There's going to be a Monday show regardless of what happens. We'll make sure that you get that and then we'll see what we do from there on out. So anyway, that's where you're going um, right now. Uh, by the way, the chat room is talking about how uh, on the eastern side of that bracket, there's a team that switched a baseball field for a yeah. baseball field. So New York <laughs> City, City field. not playing at Yankee Stadium because the Yankees uh, still playing in the playoffs. Yeah, that, that, they're playing at City Field where the Mets
2: play. Yeah, that, that's not a good sign. No, you, you, anytime you share a home with the Mets, if, uh, a lot I of bad juju. There. If you're a neutral, if you're a neutral, you have to be praying that. That if you're an ML if
1: you want MLS to succeed and be you know what it is you have to be praying that New York City gets eliminated as quickly early as possible early exit in the semifinals. Yeah, everybody's rooting for that. Yeah, you
2: don't uh, want to see it. No, you can't you cannot have that. Especially a final. A final would oh be embarrassing God. at City Field. On a postage stamp. I just mm, <laughs>
1: mm, 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 No, no, uh, no, 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 no. And Don Garber needs to fix that situation as fast yeah, as he can. The, I mean, uh, and there's no fixing it. You have to build a stadium in uh, New York City. Yeah, right?
2: this is the red flag. This is the the I guess the nightmare scenario would be if they if they actually made it to a final. They've dodged that bullet this, thus far, but uh, yeah. It yeah. would just be be a mess. I was promised a prediction. You, wanna, uh, <laughs> you, you want to... <laughs> I'd, I'd I, like to collect.
1: You would like to like to collect. All right. Um, the LA Galaxy will absolutely play a game this Sunday. I don't like that. You don't like that? No. No. no.
2: Get out of here with that.
1: Uh, what, what do you have? You go first. What, Let you me want think me to about go it. First,
2: I have a 3-2 Galaxy win. Ooh. And again, I'm going to go back to my heart, voting with my heart here. Allison Drini, 88th minute. Oh, game wow. Winner. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I, I just imagine some magic happening at so the end of the game. This is
1: like a Kirk Gibson wet dream. You're yeah. trying to have her. Oh, but I, I know it can't run, but let's <laughs> let him hit a home run, you know,
2: <laughs> on a broken leg. He's still going to score. <laughs> he's diving still. header. Um, yeah. I, I just, we know that galaxy are going to give up goals. So I, I think they're going to give up one or two, but I also think they have it in them uh, to score two or three. So I, I, I'm calling three, two calling my shot with a win.
1: I think if the Galaxy are going to win this game, it's going to be similar to how they played against Real Salt Lake, which is score and keep the ball away from them, and yeah. do and have a be able to score and then focus on defense. That's the thing. Um, I like it. I like the Galaxy getting out to like a two nothing score. Um, I think Minnesota is going to come into this game really cautious. I don't think cautious is anything that the Galaxy should even attempt to try um caution to the wind you know it, it's it they they're sort of the gunslingers right they're going out yeah. there guns blazing and if they get killed they get killed and that's just how it is, it is. What it,
2: yeah that that's yeah. how they've lived their season that's it so a, I, a quarter mile at a time li, listen
1: <laughs> i i think that the galaxy's way of winning games is unsustainable in the playoffs all right i don't think it ha- could they but could they go four on a times in game? a row yeah uh, yes i think they could yeah. but is that a likely scenario i think that their brand of of defense, and we'll put that in quotation marks, their brand of defense uh, gets killed in the playoffs. If we know anything from the playoffs and what we've seen from the LA Galaxy over the years is that the defense can win these games. Um, and for the LA Galaxy, it feels like the defense is going to lose these games. And it, by the way, if you're sitting there screaming at your fu- at your TV on Sunday because the Galaxy gave up four goals
2: in a playoff, you, you, you're just... We saw this happen. You, you've seen twice, it. Twice, literally it, twice right before the game. So, so if what, the Galaxy so what's win this prediction? game... <laughs>
1: If the Galaxy win this game, it's a 2-1 win for me. I have a feeling this game gets tied. I have a feeling it goes to extra time. Um, I have a feeling that in extra time... Uh, that Zlatan will have one chance to win this game. And, um, and you
2: thought I was I was the yeah. dreamer
1: here? No, I'm and just you're, you. You're I'm, going there? I'm saying in extra time, Zlatan's going to have one chance to win this game. If he makes it, the Galaxy will win the game. <laughs> and if he misses it, the Galaxy will lose this game. Uh, you're in, hedging. In penalty kicks. You're hedging. Um, so I think, quite honestly, I think the Galaxy have... If I, I'll give you my honest take is, I think the Galaxy have a 60% chance of winning this game because I feel like they have way more talent than Minnesota. Yeah. I feel like they have more big-name players that have been in these pressure situations. I feel like listening to Sebastian Legette that I 100% agree that the galaxy needs some adversity. They need to climb a wall. They need to do something. Need to get kicked in the mouth in order to do something. And,
2: And maybe that was just the fact that it's an away game. Yeah. maybe that's the adversity <laughs> it, right it is it is yeah.
1: and it starts that way so I, I feel like that that's the case so I feel like a 60% chance of them winning in my mind makes sense um, but I can also see Minnesota, if Minnesota wants to run away with this game it's there for them because if the Galaxy get behind and they start pressing forward we all know what happens
2: so, so a Galaxy win Galaxy win there yeah
1: sure 2-1 2-1 and extra time
2: extra time Zlatan, Zlatan with Zlatan the winner Zlatan extra time winner
1: yeah you heard it here across from Rolf Felcher <laughs> oh Jorgen, Jorgen Shelvick comes in Jorgen in extra Shov- time and cr-
2: with the cross. <laughs> Jorgen Shelvick, 40-yard blast. That's right. I think that, that's that's my prediction. That,
1: hey, you know what? Playoffs, weird things happen yeah, in the exactly. playoffs, all right? So you're <laughs> going to get a
2: goal from, I
1: guarantee you, in this game, you will get a goal either from Minnesota or from the LA Galaxy that comes from somebody who does not score goals. You're going to get, like, a well, Dan there I was going to say, he, he is he, he, he does
2: our, score our second-leading scorer for a while.
1: Right. <laughs> um, he does score goals but that's the type of playoff mentality there's going to yeah. be some scrappy goal or a set
2: piece or if, if the weather's rainy rainy conditions oh, a ball rainy? bounces you know lands in front of Antuna he hits it with you know his, the, his earring yeah. and then something goes in <laughs>
1: absolutely yeah. it's craziness alright that's it uh, LA Galaxy play against Minnesota United coming up on Sunday 5.30pm Pacific time kickoff ESPN and ESPN Deportes um, this is this is it for the Galaxy a must win game it actually is one tell your friends tell your Hey, it's the first must-win game of the season, and this is it. The Galaxy, uh, the, by the way, their first playoff game um, since 2016. We've since told you they that.
2: Reset the counter.
1: Yeah, I, well, I can't yet because yeah. they haven't played it yet. But whenever they kick off, it will have been one uh, 1,078 days. Wow. 1,078 days um, since that, and it would be <laughs> 1,778 days since they last won an MLS Cup. That's crazy. It's a long time. I mean, both of these <laughs> both of these started before Minnesota United was a team.
2: I know my poor son has never seen an MLS Cup victory. Oh, from wow. The, oh. From the LA Galaxy. His four-year-old self, oh. you know, tough life for that guy.
1: Tough life. <laughs> tough life. Uh, when was the last time Chicago Fire won? <laughs> yeah, 98. 98. Yeah, was it? It was yeah, 98.
2: It was, was a long time ago. So, see, team. Oh. <sighs> there you go. Dave Serekin. No, Bob. Right. Yeah, uh, we're yep, not going to say. Was it? He who sh- should not be named. Bob Bradley. Yeah. yeah it's okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, All right, there you go. Let's get out of here. Let's do it. I'm done. Um, So anyway, uh, good luck to everybody traveling to Minnesota. Dress a little warm. Probably dress for the the wet weather in case that comes. Uh, But be safe, travel safe, uh, and then uh, come back home.
2: And then also, if you want to enjoy the game, there is a watch party at Dignity Health Sports Park uh, in the Legends Plaza there. So uh, I know they did it for the last El Trafico. It looked like a lot of fun. So if you're not heading to Minnesota, there's another option for you uh, at the park if you want to check out that game. All right, uh, Eric, tell people where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter, at GIS hammer i had the quest for 1k so thank you everyone who followed i am now above a <clears> thousand followers so much appreciated you could also follow me on instagram at galaxy profile that's galaxy p-r-o-f-o-u-l and if you want to hear some portuguese soccer news Nobody i was knows. on the Sal podcast this week uh talking about the portuguese national team you can find them at selasal pod that, Throw a, new, a new plug in there
1: that was confusing <laughs> <laughs> That's confusing. People are trying to figure out where to write that down. They don't know how to spell it. They, they're not Portuguese. Yeah. What, just they fu- they, they yeah. don't know. I retweeted it. Okay. Good. Come find it. There you go. That's fine. Uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at J G S when And of course at galaxy podcast, uh, head on over to the website corner, the galaxy.com. We will restock the hammer stickers. They're uh, back in there. We have some of our great stickers as well. Uh, that Oscar Rosales did over at galaxy art fire. He's amazing. We love it. Uh, so check those out as well. And lots of good stuff coming your way. LA galaxy playing on Sunday. This is it. Playoff edition, playoff edition, horns going off, excitement, Everybody screaming. LA Galaxy play against Minnesota United, 5.30 Pacific time on Sunday. All right, that'll do it for Eric, the Portuguese Hammer. i Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have
0: a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at galaxypodcast.com. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Arajo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew... Goodbye, everybody.